Hey, Joe. Thanks for joining. Hey, Nate. How's it going? Happy evening. Yeah, doing real well here. Definitely had a, an eventful, busy day, which is good. It means it was productive. Got a lot done. And uh, did it on a little bit of a drag here, a little bit, a little bit dragging today. I don't know if I didn't sleep well enough or what, but you know, got after it regardless, and uh, had a good day overall. Definitely. You you making? How about yourself? You making money? I did make some money today, so that was good. Yeah, that's the idea. I mean, I'm going to be spending my time putting in all this work. So yeah, making some money today. Uh, I have a. How about you, Joe? Yeah, I have a friend who I, I don't know if that's a custom in the U.S., but he was an English investment banker, and that was that was his greeting. It was always, "Are you making money?" <laughs> Very nice. Now, all, oh, that's funny. All good here. It's still, um, unlike you guys, it's it's uh, we're having a really hot spell here. It's it's uh, midsummer, so. Yeah, that's uh. So you guys are getting torched, is that right? I didn't realize that. It's pretty hot. We're getting ready to watch uh, the Australian Open starts next week. That's always, uh, even if you don't like tennis, you just watch it for the heat wave in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, that started already or it's about to start? Qualifying this week and uh, the tournament start kicks off next week. Nice. I know you're going to go. I would, I would be surprised if you didn't. Mm. <laughs> Let's see here. We got oh, I see Nick's out there. We got Blind Luck dropping some invites. We'll get this panel filled out. Nice. Um, definitely want to get into tonight's topic. I think it's helpful for everybody, and uh, so we will definitely get that going here in just a bit, uh, like we do every week here, Tuesday and Wednesday nights. So definitely appreciate everybody tuning in as well, and. Um, yeah, we had a great turnout last night, over 200 people, and uh, I think we added another close to like 150, 200 listening to the recording, which kind of blows my mind because, I don't know, do you guys listen to a lot of Spaces recordings? I don't listen to a ton of recordings. I listen to them live like all the time, right? But I was surprised at how many people tune in to the recording. I thought it was pretty great to see that. And uh, yeah, tonight we're going to talk about success and excuses to, that could get in your way of success and why we don't let them get in our way, how we avoid that. I know I've I've definitely run into many uh, roadblocks, you can call it, uh, different things to try to keep me from my path. And, you know, there's different ways I've gone about and continue to go about uh, staying focused on the path forward. So we'll get into that, get other people's perspectives for sure. Hey, Kay, how are you doing today, sir? Did you have a good day in the markets? Hey, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Uh, yeah, man, decent, decent day today. Uh, didn't get much to trade, though. Uh, but, yeah, I think it was a decent day today. Nice. Yeah, nice. It was a uh, – I, I caught the uh, breakout, actually. So I saw a nice little pattern format and caught the breakout, caught a little upside trade. Um, nicely done there in like an hour. So you know me, gotta get in and out in about an hour, hour and a half, and then was that was that the, at the end, tail end of the day? It was. Yep, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I see why. Yeah, last couple hours. Hey Nick, glad you could join us this evening. How are you doing, sir? How's your new year been? Hopefully, yeah. doing well. Hey Nate, how you doing, man? 
Doing great, man. You know, hey, man, I, I got to tell you, bro, that I, we, man, the people and myself included, I've been listening and I, I listen to the recordings and, dude, you're, you're doing a great job with these spaces. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing, dude. It's really, really well done. Hey, man, I appreciate that very much. Um, I really enjoy it. You know, like, this is something that I thoroughly enjoy. And I feel like we can add a lot of value. And I feel like others are enjoying it as well. We get good turnouts. And, um, yeah, man, I really appreciate that um, that vote of confidence there because um, it's something that I, I plan on continuing out throughout the year, right? Like, we're, we're slow rolling it to start the, the new year off for sure. January, we missed the first week. And then uh, we got rolling this week, get a couple of these spaces in. And then next week, I'm going to actually be traveling. So we'll take we'll take next week off, I think, unless one of you guys want to host. But I think what we're going to do is take next week off and then go full force from there. And uh should be good. This should be really good. Nice year of knowledge sharing and talking about markets, talking about building wealth, talking about all kinds of good stuff. So, Nick, I saw your post earlier about uh, passive you know, Nick's on his mission to generate, if you guys haven't checked this out, um, Nick, the dividend investor and educator, he is on his mission to get passive income. I saw a hundred K a year. That's the, that's the goal. And that is, that's an awesome goal. Like I, I love that, man. And I don't know um, about you, but that seems like pretty daunting from the start, you know, and uh, I'm sure you felt that way at the beginning, but you haven't stopped. You're relentless. I mean, I see you posting nonstop and your your account growing and you getting closer to that target every single day. So love to see that more, you know, more success to you, sir. And uh, if you don't mind, actually, maybe you can help kick us off here a little bit. Hey, I see Carl's here. Welcome, Carl. Um, yeah, but Nick, if you could kick us off a little bit, like you stay steadfast and focused. And I'm just impressed by that. And, you you know, you're consistent, super consistent. And so I don't know, what, do you have any tricks to that consistency and, and, you know, not letting anything get in your way? Or is it more of a, you know, you just take time to address any issues, get them settled and then move forward or i don't know what kind of tricks to the to your success could could you share with the group here today no man i appreciate you saying that and uh, i appreciate that recognition because uh my content and what i try to put out I, I is exactly that i try to stay consistent and i try to bring the value and uh no i really appreciate you saying that but uh you know um you know everyone's gonna have their challenges and it's life you know we're all gonna run into things as we go and um once you're you're on this wealth building journey uh it's just something that in, in my experience in my journey i mean i'm going into year six uh just you got to be real about it and you got to be real to yourself and you got to say to yourself like this is something that i'm going to commit to and i think that's where a lot of people kind of fall short and um, well, not not short, but I think that's an element in a lot of people's lives that they have a hard time staying focused because there is no initial commitment to themselves. And, um, you know, in my experience, this is something that I told myself, OK, there's going to be a season in my life, which is going to be in my 30s, that I'm going to give it my all. And I'm going to dedicate myself to this process and this journey um, for this season in my life. And I think that that is also a misconception that I think people think that they got to be frugal or live a certain life forever. 
but um, you know, to me, it's it's always been a season in my life. So the reason why I'm saying this is because this has always been part of me staying consistent and me staying focused. And uh, there's always been that idea of this season in my life is dedicated to this. I'm also enjoying my life, but also I'm just dedicating a little bit more attention than I normally would to this season of my life because this is what counts now. And this is what will count in the future if I do it right now. So, um, you know, that's that's part of my, my deal. And that's what I try to have daily talks with myself about because it's something that uh, is important to me and it's something that I'm striving to get to. And that's part of the reason why I remain focused and um, have that kind of like that no excuse attitude uh, because it's just that. It's uh, a lot of times people make excuses because they don't know or they don't want to know. So, um, you know, I kind of just continue to keep myself motivated and um, just build towards my goal. And setting small goals along the way have also helped me as well. Yeah, man. I've really, like, I've not heard it put that way with respect to, like, this is the season you're in, right? And I really like that, the season of your life that you're in, where you know you're dedicated to this end goal. And it's it's what you hear people say, and it's the truth. you got to invest in yourself, right? And and we're taking it pretty literally, right? A lot in this group take that very literally. We invest. But um, investing in yourself means doing things that are setting you up for the long term and success in the long term. And having that focus and realizing like it, it doesn't mean it's your whole life. It's actually a period of time. And then it sets up that next, you know, kind of next phase for even greater success than you might already experience. And for me, you know, the journey to get there is, is, is part of it. I mean, it's, it's, I know you hear that. And I was trying to think of a better way to put it, but it's, it could be thoroughly enjoyable because you learn a lot. You meet a lot of people like all the people we have on this panel um, tonight. If you're not following them, definitely give them a follow great stuff that will be added to your timeline. If you do for sure. And uh, you know, Nick here is like I was saying, the reason we kicked it off with Nick is he's consistent and, motivated i mean you could just feel the motivation um when you read what he puts out there and i've seen the success you know building and climbing and then you know i've seen you posting those pictures nick you know you've got your you got your lady out there you guys getting out there in the holidays having a good time like it's not like you're just sitting at home pinching pennies doing nothing right you're having a good time of it so it's that balance too you're finding the balance oh of course man you got to balance the family and you also got to lead by example so you know, that's that's kind of my role in the family. And, of course, man, you're going to enjoy your life along the journey. The journey is the fun part. And mix that in with life, and there you go, man. That's right. Yep. Seeing to get the family, too. That's not – no need to use family as an excuse. It keeps us busy, but it also keeps you motivated, right? And uh, you set really clear goals. That's one thing. That's one of the things I wanted to bring up is um, – you know, having really clear vision of where you want to get to and where, where you want to be at. And I like to set stretch goals, set them, you know, further out than what I actually want to achieve or even maybe think I can achieve. And to that end, um, if you fail, if you don't quite hit, hit your goals, but you set those stretch goals, you, know, you usually achieve quite a bit. And um, that's why, I, you know, that helps me continue to push forward. And I see that, you know, Nick has these goals, like I said, 100,000. Passive income is, a, is an awesome goal um, that really keeps you focused, I'm sure. 
Um, Joe, I want to bring you into the conversation because, you know, same kind of thing. I know you, you stay focused on your end goal, but you've also had ups and downs and you know, you push, you press through and continue to, you know, go after and get things that not everybody achieves in their life, which is impressive. So, uh, yeah, how do you achieve these? Uh, how do you get over these, you know, roadblocks or any kind of excuses that might pop into your head when you're, you know, in the midst of, you know, I guess pr progress is the best way to put it. Hey, Nate, and, and um, hello to everyone on the panel. It, um, first of all, it was a relief to hear Nick say that he does also, you know, face challenges as well, because sometimes I think you're worried that, um, you know, the excuses that you're making or the challenges that you're finding, it's only you. Uh, so it's it's always good to know that you're not the only one that, that faces those. Um, and I, I like Nick's idea of um, the season, um, but the way I look at it is uh, is like this, is um, you only have this one life. Uh, that's what I believe anyway. I, there's, there's lots of different beliefs out there, but I feel like um, for me, uh, being alive, being awake, and you know, if I'm I'm doing something, I've got to be doing something every day um, for it to be. You know, I've got to have a purpose. And so um, I've actually, you know, probably a little bit longer than some of you guys have been sort of thinking about that. Um, you know, what's my purpose? And the thing that I really struggled with through, particularly, you know, sort of through my twenties and some of my thirties was um, the kind of, uh, what would you say, the compromise that we make in life uh, for most of us, which is, you know, the, the thing that we do for money is probably not the thing that we would do if we didn't have to, uh, if we didn't need money. And it's that compromise. Usually for most of us, it's a nine to five or the, how we earn our money. And so um, a lot of what I've really worked at doing is, is how to, you know, change my life so that the thing that I'm doing is what I would be doing anyway. Um, and, you know, so a lot of the thing that really drives me um, and has been driving me now for a long time is, is how to, you know, I think money is key. Uh, we all need money. And I think a lot of what this, um, this, this space that we are creating here and that we're going to talk about this year is how to build wealth. Um, but I think also for a lot of us, it's not just because we want to have money for the sake of having money. We want to have it so that we can live the life that we want to live. And so for me, um, most of the thing that, you know, I, I, I make excuses and I, I struggle and face challenges, but the thing that drives me is um, my purpose and what I'm trying to do. And so for me now, that's really about, um, you know, setting up my life so that Every day when I'm getting up, the things that I'm doing, I would be doing anyway, not just for the money. And so uh, I hope that sort of answers some of the, some of that question, uh, Nate. Yeah, Joe, well said as always. And uh, yeah, I, I think that the best thing about having this kind of panel and talking through all of this, and, and I appreciate you thanking everybody when you get up here, is to get all these different perspectives. And um, yeah, I'll tell you just from my own experience here, and Joe, I've shared some of this with you for sure along the way. Um, you know, I'm trying to, I, I enjoy writing thoroughly, and so I've got a newsletter. I pinned it to the job just for reference, but it, it's basically what my passion is. And at first when I started, I mean, there were so many different reasons just to stop. I mean, it was five people were opening the newsletter at first, and, uh, you know, I wasn't really getting open to an audience. It was taking a lot of time because I wasn't efficient at it at all. And um, I didn't really know what I was doing, right? It was a struggle for sure. And on top of that, I've got a family. I've got a, a career, a building and changing jobs at the time and trying to figure out how to connect with people and build relationships here on X 
and, and elsewhere. And so all of that can seem overwhelming and daunting. And this newsletter is not was not generating any kind of income or anything like that for me. It was just purely something that I wanted to ultimately make a success. And um, that was a year ago, basically, about 11 months ago. And along the way, I mean, I had family members get sick and, you know, well, thankfully they recovered um but you know big big distractions as far as like life getting in the way and there were a couple of times where i had to pause and maybe miss sending out a newsletter here and there which seems super trivial um but when you're thinking of a big picture right like the newsletter is just one piece of this bigger uh empire kind of puzzle piece puzzle that i'm trying to put together um with respect to getting a lot of information out from all the experience I have, helping others, you know, benefit from it as well. And then also generating something that we can build a community and build wealth together. And all of that is a big goal that starts with literally a little tiny newsletter with five followers and four of them are related to me. Right. And uh, here I am a year later and we've got, I'm pushing 700 uh, subs to the newsletter, still modest, still a long ways to go. Um, but then there's another, you know, 30 some odd people that are subscribing to the upgrade and paying to get the trade ideas and learning additional information about trading. And it's a start. And this all happened because, you know, just being relentless, really. And then when I was down, I think the biggest thing, like when I was hitting those roadblocks, is just connecting with other like minded individuals, like people on this panel. Right. So getting connected with people that you can talk to and be like, yo, I haven't done anything in two weeks this is not my normal and you know being able to bounce ideas and get re-motivated i know that i try to do that for my friends and these guys up here have done that for me it's been fantastic so you know it is about your network i've rambled a little bit but it is about your network and for me just getting consistency with this what i'm doing writing a newsletter it's now expanded. I write for Wolf Newsletter as well. On Sundays, you can catch those posts and as a feature writer for Wolf. And all of that has just started to take off. And so I'm really excited for 2024. And it was just a matter of, you know, kind of like what Joe and Nick have alluded to here is you just got to be focused, hyper-focused, and, uh, you know, just really continue to press forward and understand that this is a period of time, not not the uh, entire, you know, the entirety of your duration necessarily. And it'll set you up for a lot in the future. Um, blind luck. I know you've got, I mean, you've always got a lot going on and you have taken a different path than most. And so really interested to hear your thoughts and your talking, your uh, perspective on what we're talking about here this evening. Really want you to jump in. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was actually kind of jotting some notes down as Nick was talking. He had some really good points there. Um, yes. I think the number one thing for me is being super clear on what's important. So, a lot of people have a good all right, hey, Blind Luck. Yeah, we're a little choppy there. I can't quite get you some little robotic. You know how spaces get sometimes. Yeah, hang on this sec here. Let me try. Yeah, you bet. Sometimes it's flipping off Wi-Fi. All right, go ahead. Give it a shot again.
Blind luck, I'm sure, is flipping over here. And we always get some good info from them. So I'm looking forward to it. Last night, by the way, if you guys missed it, you want to catch the recording. We had some great conversations. And Blind Luck was all up in there for sure. Maybe I'll circle back to you. Or you want to give it another go? I'll circle back to Blind Luck. I'll let him get connected. Carl, you joined us tonight. So I am going to zing it over to Carl. If you guys haven't heard me talk about Carl's account, man, uh, it is like the perfect mix, in my opinion, of value add and knowledge and good humor and just quality content. So I uh, appreciate you joining us tonight, Carl. And I've seen you in continue, having continued success as well with your business that you run and what you're building here on X. And, and what, do you have any thoughts to share with respect to like, have you hit roadblocks in the past year that you'd like to share with us and how you got over that? Yeah, totally. Thanks, Nate. Um, it's great to be back in the new year. Uh, I've got a wicked cough, so hopefully uh, I can keep it under wraps uh, while I'm talking. But um yeah, big roadblocks this year. Um, I really devote, or last year, I really devoted myself to growing on X, thinking that it's the next wave of um, networking, you know, like you alluded to, better than LinkedIn. Uh, I've met so many amazing people on this platform. And uh, as I was starting to get a lot of momentum, my account just randomly got shadow banned uh, like five times within a month. And uh, I felt a little bummed about it and couldn't figure out why. It was nothing that I was doing. I wasn't posting any spam or any of that stuff. And uh, I just decided I got, I'm got i going to push through. You know, everything I read is said that you just got to show up every day on the platform and that's what I did and you know, eventually it, it went away and I was able to, to, to keep the momentum going. So it, the best the best value and the best advice that I got from from people I've spoken with is that you just gotta show up every day and you gotta do the reps. Uh, you know, to your point on a newsletter have with, with with five people opening it, I mean, even if you're getting radio silence, you just do it anyway and you keep doing it. And eventually the audience is going to come to you. Someone's going to find you. Some big account's going to find you and retweet you and so on and so forth. And I think that's really critical as far as your own psychological state of mind when you're creating and when you're writing doing a video posting on x whatever it is you're doing you, you just got to keep that in mind and i think you know again to your point networking is 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 where it's all at i mean this is a community it's social media you got to be social on it and uh by getting people to engage with your content and share your content and you responding in kind that's the just the best rate the best way to grow and make it even more fun because that's what it's all about i mean i i treat x like a video game almost where i'm, I'm leveling up each time uh i'm getting new followers and friends and 
uh, getting to the next level, like finding the final boss, all that stuff, right? Like, I guess the final boss is getting uh, Elon to respond to you or re retweet to you, right? So, um, it's gonna happen. Yeah. He was on, you know, he would have been on this space here, but Carl, he was on Kathy Wood's space. So, I, you know, I think he only does one in the evening, right? But, you know, maybe, maybe next time. Yeah, he does have, uh, he does have, uh, a pretty busy schedule although you know i don't know how he finds <laughs> the time to to retweet and 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 uh respond to all these accounts all day but anyway you know it it, it just comes down to showing up every day putting the work in even when you you think no one's reading it because there's always one person that's reading it that's going to find value and maybe get their life changed and that alone makes it all worth it so that's my two cents yeah I love it. I love it. Yeah, you, you're going to have an impact, right? It's yeah. all going to come together. You're going to see the impact. For me, as soon as you get that that taste of it, it's huge, right? And it's really hard up until that point to keep pressing forward, just to be honest about it, right? right. Like, <clears throat> at least for me, is once you, though, get over the hump, you get that first kind of taste of victory or appreciation. Like, I definitely remember just getting somebody dropping a note saying, you know, really appreciate your trades. You're spot on and it's like fantastic, right? Like all of a sudden I wanted to write twice as much, you know, three times as much just because of that one comment. So, and then from that, it builds, right? You know, you get yep. four and five people commenting then you get people in the DMs. And then next thing you know, you're a speaker on spaces like this and we're having a good time of it, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, it's so fun, man. It snowballs like pretty quickly. So, and you get people talking about it and, you know, it will be a matter of time before these Tuesday, Wednesday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern are just known. Like, you know, we can't miss that, right? Like it's, I'm, I'm trying to throw it back to the days when you knew like Thursday nights, you got to catch TV or Sunday nights, right? Like for me, it was Sunday night Simpsons because I couldn't miss it because I had to talk, you know, you know, catch how old I am. But anyways, you know, like now we're gonna have Tuesday, Wednesday evenings. You know, when I catch these spaces with this crew because a lot of knowledge, a lot of fun too. And uh, oh, yeah. man, <laughs> so you mentioned Elon. He was on Kathy Woods. Uh, he was on Space earlier with Kathy Woods. He jumped on because of his Bitcoin ETFs. And uh, man, talk about no excuses. <laughs> like the news around that was crazy. Did you guys catch that? That like first there was like you know compromised account. And and then so after the, the account was compromised and the FCC saying that they approved the Bitcoin ETFs, um, then they came out and said, yeah, you know, this is not real. And I just kept thinking like, wow, what, just go piss off the guys that are trying, you, you're trying to get their approval here, right? Like, I thought that was almost perfect, like kind of apropos and very funny. Um, but at the same time, like, they still got it done, like within days, right? So here we are today. Hey, Kathy was pretty happy about it. Like all, a lot of her thesis are coming, coming through, coming to fruition. She had a great year recently, by the way. So talk about no excuses. Like she got beat to hell, right? Her uh, her funds, great example actually, right? She stuck to her guns. She stuck to her thesis, um, and she did get beat up. I mean, I took my shots. I'm not gonna lie. I did not understand some of the purchases she was making on the drawdown um, that we had in 2022. And in 23, she has just absolutely crushed it yet again because she didn't, you know, look for any excuses to make. She didn't say, oh, you know, 
you know, this is this is abnormal or anything. She just basically said, this is what happens and we're going to continue to stick to what we know and what our thesis is. And I think that speaks a lot to consistency and having that kind of, um, what's the what's the best way? It's not a, it's the right mindset. It's a success-oriented mindset. So I think that's the best way to put it. And uh, yeah, I'd love to see it because I just like to see everybody be successful, regardless of your opinion that Kathy would or not. Uh, just love to see the success out there. So I don't know if you guys caught that, if you'd be investing in that. Um, Kay, I was curious, are you going to, oh, did I just lose Kay? No, here you are. Um, no, no, I'm here. I'm here. you going to invest in the, um, in any of these Bitcoin ETFs? Is that something that interests you? Uh, it definitely interests me. I have not invested in, uh, I have invested in pretty much all the ETFs of ARK, in, ARK uh, Invest. All right. Uh, and I do have to say that, you know, after the, I think it was ARKX, I believe, the innovation ETF. It was trading at what, 150, 130, something like that back in the 2020, 2021, 2022 time. It's down to 50 bucks or so. So I think Kathy Woods has some more room to cover right now. Uh, she definitely made some bold calls in her entire uh, ETF list. I know that she was pretty big on NVIDIA Square, uh, but there were some very questionable you know, companies as well. Uh, because it's very much on innovation. And especially in this market, you know, with the higher interest rate, and which is probably going to last at least a year, year and a half, you know, we'll see depending on the rate cuts and stuff. I I still see that unless ARK comes back to its old glory, I think Kathy Woods is still going to get pretty much beat up. She Her public appearance has gone down, right? Especially on CNBC and those back in the day she would be on cnbc pretty much every single day um yeah so that's that, that, has, that has changed right she was a darling especially when she got tesla right and when tesla was on a bull run back in what 2020 with two splits in a in a year time span that time kathy wood was like the uh, or the Oracle of Omaha or whatever you want to call it right <laughs> yeah yeah those were the days and but but that also happens that kind of also shows you that you know things do change for people right there's it's always it's cyclical right you go up you come down then you go back up uh she is brilliant uh but of course you know you can't be on top every single day yeah no she is brilliant i do agree with that statement what you got blind luck i'm just gonna jump in with kathy wood here i um i find her fascinating um I think it's important for people to know what kind of investor they are. Um, like Nick over there is a dividend investor. I'm kind of a base hit type guy. I like to do index funds and just consistently get those, you know, 10, 15% wins. Kathy Woods is, you know, she used to bury bonds, home run hitter. She's going for the fence and she's going to strike out sometimes. She's going to have some years that are a little tough, but when she connects, she's going to really connect. So um, it's just important to understand what kind of investor you are and, the people on the news, what kind of investors they are. I have a lot of respect for Kathy. She's made some mistakes, but she's also swinging big, and that's just kind of how it works. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of part of what we're talking about here. Um, Kay, I'll throw it back to you, and then let's throw it to Joe. No, I, I agree with Blind Luck over here. I think understanding your own investing thesis and style and risk management is very important. 
you may have all the money in the world, but if you invest it wrongly or you know you take risk more than what you can, you know, stomach, you are going to lose money. And that is true with investing. That is true with trading in both cases. Yeah, it's hard enough without being inconsistent and, and jumping from one style to another, changing your mind, right? Like, yeah, it's hard enough. Go ahead, Joe. What's up? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's a really great point about knowing who you are and what kind of, you know, in this in this context with Kathy Woods, we're talking about what kind of investor. Um, I'm probably more on the Kathy Woods side. Um, my, my life and my entrepreneurial and financial sort of roller coaster has been, you know, full of ups and downs because I, I tend to kind of go for those home runs. But, um, you know, you learn a lot as you go along. Um, and even though I, you know, I'm more practical and pragmatic in my approach now as I've kind of got a bit <laughs> bit, bit older, um, you know, you don't change your, your essence, I think. And, and I, I just thought I'd bring something up because um, we mentioned, you know, Elon Musk and, and, and talking about that, you know, what kind of person you are. Um, I think sometimes when we see other people's success and we say, why aren't I more like, you know, that person, right? And, and so when I think of some of these people say Elon Musk, you know, I think of him, I think he's very driven. Um, and, you know, I, I might say, well, why, you know, I want to be more driven. Why aren't I more driven? And I, I actually uh, have found that I'm not, I'm not a driven person. Um, ups and downs is sort of naturally part of my, my cycle, even, even in a day. And I like to think of myself as determined rather than being driven. And uh, it, it may be sort of just a nuance, but what I think of as somebody who's driven is they just keep going on regardless and they'll just drive through and they'll push through. And I think sometimes to a negative um, extent as well, you know, um, I think a driven person, you know, maybe leave, um, you know, friends behind or, or people who are close to them or whatever. Whereas I think a determined person, uh, which is what I want to be, is someone who can kind of get over um, hurdles and get over these, um, you know, things that, that uh, stand in front of you. And sometimes those things that block you is actually yourself, you know, and we're talking about tonight about excuses. And so I think a determined person is someone who kind of, learns to um you know you know forgive yourself for your own mistakes your your own excuses um and but is determined enough to keep driving for your ultimate goal so just to you know the kind of person i am um i don't aim to be driven even though there's a lot of qualities about driven people that you know are very attractive and appealing um i just know that's not me and i, I aim to be a determined person not driven if that makes any sense man i love that that is I wrote that down and underlined it basically take notes people joe's dropping knowledge um that is a really great way to frame it right because not all of us are successful because we're driven and are relentless and have this you know elon musk type capability of basically sleeping i don't know two three hours a day or whatever kind of ridiculous schedule he maintains um because that's not everybody and that's not the prerequisite to success, right? It's surely a common um, characteristic of people who are, you know, highly successful is that there's a lot of driven folks out there and they're relentless in their pursuit of success. And that's great. Like definitely all the power to you. Um, but there are, that's not everybody's approach and determined being a determined person. That's how you get past these, these, quote unquote excuses and these hiccups in, along the way um, is that you you remain determined, that determination gets you there. That is, that's awesome. I'm gonna throw out some crazy, this is a throwback. This is totally tangent, but I can't help myself. I used to be in a band, you guys, 
in my early 20s. Yeah, that's right. Used to rock Fourth Avenue here in Tucson. Uh, it was awesome, like some heavy metal stuff. And we had this song, and it was called Bound and Determined. And that is that has just come to my head, and it was all about exactly this, like remaining determined, steadfast. Yeah, I'm going to have to go dig up some old tapes, some old recordings, you know, find that stuff. That was, that was a good time. Thanks for that, I, Joe. I think that's right. I, I, I think the key thing for me is determined is something that, I know I can do and I, and I can be, um, whereas driven, yeah. you know, just, it just doesn't work with me, but you may find that you might find the characteristic that, that matches you and, and your goals and your, your personality. And I think that's really key. Once you find that you can feel really comfortable and then you can, you know, I can, I've ha- I have friends, I can hang out with people who are driven and listen to what they're talking about, but I don't feel a kind of um, an envy or an inclination to, to copy what they do because I have my own, uh, pattern that I that I've developed that I'm really happy with. So so I think that's a key part about uh, development, and I think that certainly helps you. Uh, you make less excuses when you are when you know who you are and why you're doing it. Yeah, I do like that a lot. You know that kind of uh, also. A bit, there's another topic here that's kind of related that I'd be curious to get Nick actually your thoughts on this is and and anybody else on the panel that wants to chime in for sure, but. When it comes to having these like goals that you're so steadfast on, but they're not exactly like aligned with what your day to day is and who you're talking with day to day, like how, is that is that a struggle at all, or do you find that that's actually kind of a relief for you and it gives you kind of a, a relief valve from being so focused and, and determined on your goals here to you know build your passive income? You know, because what I'm getting at is. You know, my day-to-day career, like, I don't talk anything about what I'm doing on the side. They're just not relatable. And um, and it can sometimes feel like a roadblock in itself. So, Nick, I know you teach, right? And you're doing this investment thing on the side, but not really on the side at all, right? It's a central focus. So how do you balance that? Um, do you have great conversations with people at work? Like, you, you share what you're doing? Or is it is it something that you find more of a balanced thing where you – you split the two, if that makes sense. Uh, man, that's another really great question, Nate. I don't think everyone, anyone has ever asked me that. Um, but, I, yeah, I think that the balance is, is key. And I think it's it's also good to, you know, to, to talk about other things. And, you know, like you said, I'm a teacher, so I'm very knowledgeable about sports. So I always have something to talk about with some, maybe a colleague or a coworker or someone that I'm working with. Uh, but, yeah, it is. It is definitely refreshing to – you know, talk about other things when that is your focal point, like myself. And also your partner at home. I mean, we, we speak about wealth building also, but there's also other things that we talk about. So, you know, that's also a, a good balance for me to kind of, you know, keep me away from it a little bit when I need to, but also, um, you know, also be willing to go back and forth with, within uh, the topics, you know. Yeah, for you, it's a good balance, it seems like, right? That's what I'm hearing. Um, and I think that's important. Absolutely. I think balance is key. If you can get get that, get through that and understand that, I think you're doing all right. Yeah, right. So I think that's a part of um, what we're talking about here with maintaining, you know, this path towards success and especially early on in, in your, you know, kind of stages of whatever it is you're embarking on. Um Having balance, is, people say it all the time, but like, why? What's the meaning behind it? And I think a big part of it is that when you have these rough spots, you're able to like kind of ebb and flow between 
you know, the other side, or uh, I'm just going to put it like if you had two sides of your life, right? The, the, the success oriented, wanting to get more, doing more than other side. And then the, I need to just kind of be a normal human being side. It doesn't have to be all one or the other, right? And uh, I do think that there are going to be times, at least for me, and this ties into what Joe was saying with being determined. Like there are times where I will just go nonstop for just days on end where I just feel the energy and the rhythm and I'm just doing it. And I will be doing anything and everything I can possible during that time to move forward and get ahead. And then there are other times where I just, I need a break. Like I need to just sit down and watch a basketball game already, you know, and just relax. And uh, so for me, uh, maintaining that determination through all that, maintaining that balance, that is a big part of of continuing to pursue and, and push forward. Um, you know, blind luck, we had some connection issues earlier, but I think you sounded pretty great when you came back through here. Um, anything else you'd like to share along these lines that, that you know, might have cut you off earlier? Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry about the connection issue. I don't know what that was about. But, you sound uh, good now. Yeah, I think you guys covered some really good stuff. Um, I don't want to you know, beat a dead horse. I think for me, the biggest thing is being um, very specific in what my goals are. Um, you know, if you just have a grand idea, like, oh, I want to be rich. I mean, that doesn't give you anything to work with. You need to, you know, incrementally break it down into smaller steps and get specific on actionable items. And um, one of the things I've found has been an issue in my life is I try to do too much. It's like, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And next thing I know, I have 10 great goals and there's just no way I could possibly do all that in like a year. So um, I've kind of developed this rule of thumb that I call the rule of three. I, I try to pick three priorities every year and make sure that I focus on only those three things. So that might be um, being a good partner. That might be investing a certain amount of money. That might be um, starting and writing a newsletter. Whatever those top three things are, focus on that. And once you get one of those done, then you can add something else to the list. But if you keep it to three, I find you spend more time actually getting stuff done and less time trying to juggle and keep everything up in the air. Because if you have 10 things going on, you're spending more time just touching all the different aspects and trying to keep everything in the air versus actually moving the needle. Um, so for me, just kind of paring the list down and really deep diving a couple of things and doing those well has been a very useful tool for me. Yes, simplicity is a beautiful thing. What you got, Kay? You know, I know the funny part is that what Blind Luck just said is I actually have three themes for the year. And I've been doing this for the last three years. And I think anything beyond three is just, you know, is I feel like I'm not able to complete it. But when it's three, I don't know that with the number itself, it just works. And I've been able to hit those three goals for the last three years. And this will be the fourth year going in. So yeah, we'll see. three. I mean, I've tried to do five and six. Like when I, you know, start a new job and I've got a couple of things going on. I just find that once I start hitting four and five big goals, um, stuff just stops getting done. It just, it just, it's like you hit a wall. Um, but yeah, I think I find, it's, yeah, it's free with the number, right? The number itself, three, just works, I guess. Yeah, so if, at least for me. I mean, some people may have the capacity to do four, but uh, if you have 10 things on your list and they're all, quote, important, you need to trim that list down and, and really focus on what you want to get done, you know, like ASAP. Like, what are truly the important things? Yeah, I definitely like that. Carl, do you do that? Do you, you have a focus list? Or Joe, I see you on mute there. What you got, Joe? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that's a really great point that Blind Luck's brought up there about um, – 
you know, I think sometimes when we make when we're making excuses, right, we we chastise ourselves. We say, look, you know, I'm doing it again, and 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 self talk and how we talk to ourselves is really important. But often, I think that we've got to give ourselves credit for being intelligent people, and we could well be making excuses because what we're trying to do is just not practical or realistic. Um, so sometimes, you know, I think you need to analyze why why you are making the excuse. You know, what is the what is uh, instead of just assuming that it's you being lazy again or whatever the negative attribute that you that you um, assign to it, um, you you can say, well, look, you know, let, let's break it down. And and I, I think that's a really good thing. Is is uh, I, I like I like lots of three or lots of five. I tend to break things into three steps or five. Three is better better than five too. We have consensus on three. That's what I'm hearing here. Definitely. Carl, are you in on three? <laughs> yeah, I like uh I like three uh three months. So I do like ninety days out. Um Interesting. But uh I also like planning, you know, five and ten years, just really big overall arching goals. At least I did ten years ago and uh I revisited it and I uh I actually accomplished a lot of them. I was surprised. I surprised myself. Uh you know, one was to to get married, one was to have two kids, and that's exactly what happened uh within within the span of my goals that I had set for myself. Uh when it comes to other things, I think it's good to kind of get a little more granular and uh you know, I don't know if there's a quote like you know, we overestimate what we can do within a span of a year and underestimate what we can do in the span of a month or whatever, whatever the quote is. But I think the um, the shorter the time frame, the more likely it is that you get it done. Uh, it goes back to Parkinson's law, which is, you know, work, work expands to the amount that you allow it to have. So... I think if you give yourself a tight deadline for your goals, then you're more will, you're more likely to accomplish them. So I like to. That's why I think ninety days is a good uh, barometer. It's 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 a good milestone to set, and then you can keep resetting them over and over. And you'll know within a week or two if it's a realistic goal or not. And then you can always call an audible. So. That's why I think 90 days is the sweet spot. I'm feeling that, man. I am feeling that. If anybody's like me out there, you procrastinate when you're given yeah. this big window. And, uh, yeah, I like work better under pressure. So I like the tighter windows. What's up, Blind Luck? Yeah, I was going to agree with Carl there. I think um, getting granular um, and putting a tight deadline on it. I mean, I know it sounds kind of uncomfortable, but it will force you to get up and actually – take actions and and not just sit around and kind of thinking about it um you usually know what you need to do you just got to put the reps in kind of like working out like i used to be a power lifter so i like working out analogies but you know you know you need to get in the gym every day and it's like okay well you know every day the progress might look small but if you're consistent and you you know you know that today i have to go to the gym i'm not going to do it tomorrow i'm not going to do it tonight i'm doing it now and just really moving that needle forward even if it's a little bit at a time um, over a long period of time, that makes a huge difference. But um, you got to have those shorter um, kind of deadlines that you put on yourself. Um, however, it works for you. It'll be a to do list, uh, a 90 day thing like what Carl does or whatever. But you got to have those shorter steps. And um, 
feel uncomfortable, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know if I can get that done in 90 days. You know, I'm going to have to really, you know, step it up here. That's exactly what you need to do to change. If you don't feel uncomfortable, if you don't uh, push yourself, you're going to have the same results that you had in the past. Yeah, great stuff, man. I didn't know you were a power lifter. That's dope. I, uh, that's oh, yeah, something I used, that... to, I used to compete back in college. Um, I have a couple national records. Well, they were records. They're no longer records. But, um, yeah, back in the day, not anymore. Solid, man. Awesome. Learning new stuff every day. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah, you guys, if you've been listening, you've been hearing just amazing information, as always, on these spaces. Nick dropping knowledge about, you know, putting into perspective that this is a season that you're in as you're dedicating this season towards your goals so your next season is set up even better. I like that, that, that thought process. Joe talking about having this determined kind of a mindset that he's he's a determined person that resonates with me. That's exactly how I am. There's some of us that are driven and that are, that's a slight variation on that, right? That are just get up and relentless and others that kind of ebb and flow a little bit more, but continue to be relentless in the pursuit of moving forward and getting ahead. And I just love the conversation around that. This rule of three, getting three priorities, like, uh, this this is also something that and and setting short term goals, all things that just benefit me personally. So I, I know they're benefiting others out there. And uh, you know, this is this is the time here where I'm going to ask you guys to get like what get personal. I want to know. I'll share I'll share what my thing is right now. But like we were talking about how great we can get over these successes and uh, how to, you know how to be successful, how to achieve. Um, what we our goals and so on and how to set those goals is there anything you guys are having a hard time getting over the hump with right now like i i know what it is for me man and it's 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 the same thing all the time for me i okay we talk right like we talk about how much i have going on and it's i I do a lot of good stuff right like i'm like really uh i'm proud of what i've been able to accomplish this last year but there's one thing i just can't get get going man can you, you've seen the list of my days and what my schedule looks like. Did you notice what it was? Do you know, do you notice what's missing from my schedule? Did you notice it by chance? Uh, rest. <laughs> well, okay, rest, that's fair. That's probably one. Um, but the other one, man, is exercise. Like getting out and doing, you know, the lifting. When when Brian Lux talking about being a power lifter, I don't, ex- I can't get, a regular routine going and i make a million excuses and i just need to i just need to get over this one because you know it's important and i spend a lot of time in this chair i i agree with that and i I, and i think uh exercise whether it's a form of running powerlifting crossfit whatever you want to do so how do i do it how do I get my butt out of the chair and like make it a, a routine? I think it has to be one of those uh, things. I, like I got one. I got what one. What you got? Make. What you got? Eat anything until I've exercised for the day. That's my trick. So it doesn't Wait, matter. Say that I, again? Work I do not eat anything until I've worked out for the day. So oh. that just forces me to go work out. It's a sequential thing. Um, so when I really want something to get done, that's a priority to me. I make sure that it gets done before something I want to do. So for me, working out is important. So I don't this usually is eat a big yeah. I don't usually eat a big breakfast or anything. So lunch is my first big meal of the day. So 
I need to go get worked out before I have my lunch. And if it's two o'clock and I haven't worked out yet and I'm getting hungry, I'm getting my ass out there and I'm getting, you know, the weights on the, the bar and I'm making it happen because I'm freaking hungry. So um, I find that by forcing yourself to do things in a certain sequence throughout the day, you can be kind of flexible on the schedule. You can, you know, sleep in a little, whatever, you know, you don't be too rigid about it, but it forces you to actually go through the motions and get it done. And um, I have a few tricks like that with, um, like if I need to, I try to write uh, a fair amount for my website and stuff. Um, so the way I do that, is I just put my phone in a different room and I can't look at my phone until I'm done writing that article. Just by putting some kind of barrier to that distraction, um, this works really well for me. See, this is why I brought it up, man. This is why I brought up what I'm struggling with because I knew one of you guys would have like a brilliant response here. So yeah, say you work out before lunch. That's all you gotta do. You can have lunch whenever you want. And um, but you can't have lunch until you work out. And you'll you'll find that you get pretty motivated if you're hungry enough. Oh man, there's nothing that motivates me more than being hungry. <laughs> I'll give crazy. you I'll, I'll give you another idea, right? So you since you are on all those spaces calls, right? Why don't you just go take a walkout, right? Just walk while you're on the space call for an hour. That's a workout in itself. That is a good call. Yeah, I could even just do some some you know whatever squats and what have you in the room here while I'm on the spaces. If there if you it's go. you know yeah, but yeah, getting out of the house going for the walk that's a really good idea too. Yep. And so Mate. go ahead. Nate, I just wanted to say like uh, two things I guess. One is that if you don't prioritize health now, you will have to soon. It, it will you know it will force you. You're taking advantage at the moment of of being in good health, and when you're not, you'll you'll uh, regret it. So you'll be. So, so definitely you got to prioritize that. But I just, um, yeah, what Kay was saying about walking. Um, so, and, and, you know, I do it first thing as well, but walking is just so good for everything because you, you know, you're actually thinking while you're doing it. So I have a walk that has hills and everything like that. And, and I get my steps in and I, I do it, do it early. Do, do it, the hardest thing, do it early. Yeah, this is great. See, so what we're talking about here, you know, I mentioned it from perspective of getting off my, getting off my chair here and uh, getting out there and getting some exercise and being consistent about it. But what we're really talking about is being successful in, in something and getting, uh, like the the title of the space is like getting this excuse out of the way. And and like you said, Joe, I'm not trying to sacrifice later in life quality of life because I'm just not taking the time now. So. You know, and it's not like I've always been this way, so that's good. I've just gotten in this rut where I need to get back after it and be consistent. And the the and that can apply to anything. That can apply to, you know, your career or your your side hustle, your trading, whatever it is. And um, basically, what we're saying is these solutions. Um, one is work in parallel, do things in parallel. That's the walking while you're in these spaces meetings that Kay mentioned. I had a boss that used to do walking meetings, so. If you are, you know, someone who works on site and has people that, you know, you, you hold meetings with, generally speaking, you don't need to be looking at a screen, doing walking meetings, brilliant stuff. So that's the same kind of thing, right? And then, blind luck, talking about sequential, like you can kind of combine these things, right? So, yeah, I really like that. You can't do B until A is accomplished and A is the thing that, you know, you really need to make sure you're doing. Yeah, I know. Uh... I learned that from Atomic Habit, the book. Great book. Solid. And, um, there's just things that, you know, sometimes something takes you a little bit longer than you thought it would. Or, you know, if you schedule it too rigidly, you kind of end up 
cutting yourself short somewhere. So I find that just having a sequence, it'll take however long it needs to take, but you know, going from A to B to C, for me, just works really well. Yep, that that is that's great advice. I'm gonna apply that in more ways than one for sure. And just kind of be conscious about that in, in my thought process moving forward because got a lot going on and sometimes it's easy to, you know, brush things aside. And uh, no, I, I like this a lot. And I like the comments out there. Appreciate the comments we got from Monroe Group Investments. Daily exercise is indeed great. So I, I am getting out there more often. Tell you what, I got two kids too. They get me out there from time to time. These kids sometimes spend more time on screens than I do, which is impressive, to be honest. <laughs> so anyways, I digress. You guys, great stuff. Anybody else have any tidbits, keys to success in getting these excuses out of your way, these obstacles, overcoming them? Love to hear it. Blind luck, what you got? The one last thing I'd add is um, when you're trying to do hard things, you're not always going to succeed on the first try. Um, and I had a quote that I read a long time ago. It's called, um, well, it goes, um, you're not beaten until you give up. Um, you can be the stupidest person in the world. You can, you know, suck at everything. But if you just keep trying and you don't give up, it doesn't matter if it takes you a hundred times. If you still achieve it, you still achieve it. So my thought process is you're not beaten until you give up. And that's the only superpower you need. Just keep consistently trying and you'll eventually get there. It might take you longer than somebody else, but that doesn't matter. The fact is that you got it done. That's right, man. And we're all uh, one step ahead of somebody else and maybe 20, 30, 40, 50 steps ahead of somebody else. And those people can benefit from the knowledge and experience we got just those few steps ahead. So, you know, keep that in mind. Keep your confidence up and whatever your pursuits are, reach out to folks that are have, you know similar minded. If you liked what you heard on the space this evening um, or you check it out on the recording, drop a DM to any of these speakers up here. Give them a follow as well while you're at it. Because they're going to share some some knowledge, I guarantee it. And uh, the bigger your network with like-minded individuals who are focused on, like we like to say here, you know, we want more. We want to achieve more. We want to get ahead. And, you know, you can look across this panel here. You can see Joe has had an incredible journey setting up businesses and creating his own path, not just going and following, you know, the, the standard uh, go work the nine to five kind of routine. Um, that a lot of us are in, right? Joe's taken uh, amazing paths in life and shares a lot of that knowledge here. And Nick shared his determination to get to that passive income of 100K. Like, I can't get that out of my head, man. I love it. I love hearing it. I want to hear more about it. Carl, again, appreciate you having here, sharing your wisdom and your investment style is one I truly admire. So appreciate you and, and Blind Luck and MK, all of you guys sharing your knowledge. Uh, we'll be back. In two weeks, we're going to take next week off, but uh, we're going to drop some more knowledge on Tuesdays is going to be more focused on markets, trading, different trading styles and strategies and just what's going on in current events. We're going to have earnings season kicking off, so it's going to get real interesting real quick here. So hopefully you guys can join us for that. And then on Wednesdays, it's always going to be about wealth building and just improving yourself and helping you achieve you know, more in life and, and getting ahead and getting what you want. So. Appreciate everybody tuning in. You guys, thanks for joining me on the panel here. And uh, we'll wrap it up here right on the hour. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Thanks again for joining me. Thanks, guys. Take care, folks. Take care, everybody.